Are you looking for free publicity and advertising? Want to know one unusual way to get it? Stay tuned and find out. Being an entrepreneur sounds like, yes, another new client. I did it. But it can also sound like, I am really not understanding this technology. And I'm feeling so overwhelmed. Am I even cut out for this? That's why I started the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast to help infopreneurs, coaches, and course creators who want to build a business online but are battling technology, overwhelm, procrastination, and even imposter syndrome. Think successfully, think differently, think bigger, and take action by learning tips from an array of business owners, all dropping knowledge on the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. What is up? What is up? What the hell is up, my Dark Horse friends and family? Welcome back to another dose of free advertising learning. Yep, I'm your Dark Horse host, Tracy Brinkman, and been in the coaching course creation online space since like the 90s. So yeah, got a little bit of experience under my belt. But here's the thing, I'm still learning. And that's why I'm here. I'm here to share with you what I have learned and what I am still learning about course creation, coaching, entrepreneurship, infopreneurship. Which begs the question, who are you? And to me, my friend, that answer is infinitely more important. You are a driven entrepreneur, more specifically, perhaps an infopreneur with or seeking a coaching and online course model in your business, or you're hoping to have that very, very soon. Either way, you're here because you're ready to start, restart, kickstart, or just start leveling up with some great marketing, personal or business tips and results, very important to get those results, in order to build that beautiful business of yours into the empire it absolutely deserves to be. And one of those ways of building that business is publicity and advertising. And I wanted to share with you uh, something I've seen over the years of my career and over the years period, uh, a unique way that some of the big boys have been garnering large swaths of free publicity. Now, let me give you a little caveat here. To make this work, you're going to need a beloved product or a service. Whether it's free or paid, doesn't matter. But it's going to be something, it doesn't have to be a household name, but it certainly has to have an ardent, loyal following in your particular niche. So if you have a large number of folks that are already uh, at your service, that you're well, at your service, maybe you're at their service, um, you can certainly leverage this. And if you're just building, you can still leverage it. You just have to make sure um, folks become aware of it. Let me let me tell you the story of Skittles. Now, probably don't have to tell a lot of people what Skittles is, but here's what Skittles Candy did to garner millions of dollars in free publicity. Now, this happened back, oh gosh, Skittles launched back in, what, 1979? And, you know, it's the candy that comes in all those little pieces, all those different colors, and each color has its own individual flavor. You might know them for their Taste the Rainbow slogan. We've all seen the commercials at one point or another, whether we eat it or not. Now, back in 2013, so we're talking, what, eight years ago now, right? At the time of recording this, Skittle, let's say, quote-unquote, broke their product. And this is the key right here. They broke their product by replacing the lime flavor with green apple. No big, it seems like no big deal. Hey, I just take this green one and I'll change the flavor. Huh, yeah. Well, there was about 131,000 people that weren't too fond of that. Um, all these disgruntled lime-loving fans 
took to social media to voice their outrage over the change. And Skittles received plenty of free advertising with this change and all that ensuing outrage. Guess what else happened? Yeah, sales increased. Yeah, there may have been 131,000 people that were disgruntled and upset about the change, but sales went up. Now, in 2021, and Skittles went back to the uh, to the let's shake up the rainbow and they announced the restore the rainbow campaign uh, to once again include lime skittles in their product pack uh, again one more time skittles received free press for this decision and lots of free advertisements to this year skittles is still doing an apology tour to make amends for taking away that lime flavor in the first place now again they're one more time, they're receiving massive free press for this marketing campaign. Now, you could call it a stunt, right? But I'm not going to use that, right? I think when I was actually typing up my notes, my uh, word processor kept re uh, kept auto filling and insists that I don't use the words. And anyway, you get what I'm saying. So the question becomes: um, Do you have a particular product? that is doing well for you. Maybe it's your number one product. Maybe it's your number three product. Who knows what it is? You might want to break it for some free publicity and then fix it and get even more publicity, right? Uh, it seems to be working for skills. Let's, let's look at another big one that we many of us are aware of. New Coke. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I worked for Coke for 14 years. Yeah, 14 years. Now, let's think about this for a brief moment. Uh, Coca-Cola, coming out of World War II, they held 60% of the market share for colas, right? By 1983, right, which isn't a long time. I mean, they've been around 100 years, 110 now, I believe it is. Uh, they had to, by 1983, they had declined down to, I believe it was like 24%. And obviously, this was the hard work of competition from Pepsi. Dun, dun, dun. Pepsi began to outsell Coke uh, when it when it came to the supermarket arenas. Now, Coke held on to places like venues and soda machines and fast food restaurants. That was their, their foothold. But, uh, you know, they had slipped from 60% to 24. That's over half. And so there are the pundits out there that say the new Coke introduction was really a way for them to get this free publicity. And uh, you know, that's, that's one thought, that's one train of thought. I've heard other trains of thoughts, but it certainly worked because when the new Coke came out, people were up in arms to the point that there were actually, I wanna say riots, but there were gatherings in the streets of, you know, of protests. That's, that's a good word for it. There were protests, large swaths of people that were protesting New Coke. And within a short period of time, I believe it was just a couple of years, um, Coke Classic was reintroduced. And of course, all that free publicity happened one more time. People's belief in the product was reinstated and everyone was happy once again. And they've been holding on to that number one spot since then. If my, if my memory serves correct, I may be off a little bit on what their current market share is versus Pepsi. But I know during that time, they regained a large, large swath of share and sales as a result of a maneuver of Coke Classic. So pause a minute. Take a look at one of your 
maybe it's a waning product. You know, it's the sales have been slipping. You're like, okay, how can I fix this? The sales are still steady, right? It's not like you're, it's not selling uh, and your customers like it. Is there something inside there that you can, I'm doing air quotes here, break, right? Maybe you change it. Maybe you alter it. Say, hey, I'm going to do this instead of that. Um, and tell everyone in the, on the planet, here's what we're going to do. And to some people, it might be a way to, oh, wow, that's a, that's a new way of doing it. Let's, let, let me check this out. And they may buy the product as a result of your break, for lack of a better phrase, your, your alternative tactic that you're going to use. Meanwhile, inside the camps of your tribe, your people are going, hey, wait a minute. We liked that. We're used to that. And that's the key. I think we're used to that. Please don't change it. We don't like change as human beings, do we? Right? We want the status quo. We want things to run smoothly. When you come in there and, and stir up the pod and break something and change something, I'm like, wait a minute. I like the fact that you use Zoom for your weekly conference calls. Or I like the fact that you do this for me or do that for me or include this uh, document or this worksheet or this workbook on a regular basis. What do you mean you're not going to do it that way anymore? All right? Now, when you replace something, of course, you want to replace it with something that you that some folks are going to believe is better. Right? You're going to replace that lime with green apple. Some folks like lime. Some folks prefer green apple. The green apple folks are going to come into your sphere of influence when with that introduction of your new green apple break. And then the lime folks are going to go, wait a minute, you need to bring back the lime. So... What do you do? Yeah, you reintroduce the lime. You bring it back. I've listened to the audience. Now, this is, I know some folks might be going, well, that's kind of schmarmy, isn't it? Is it? Because changing things is a way of improving your product. Now, I'm not saying to go break something and just take something away for the sake of taking it away. I don't think Skittles would have ever thought that. They may have thought that maybe lime was our least favorite flavor in there. Maybe Coca-Cola changed the flavor for an alternative reason. One of the things you may notice if you go look at an old Coke can, um, pre-New Coke, you would say you would see that it included sugar, cane sugar, raw sugar. Afterwards, it didn't, didn't have that as an ingredient anymore. Just footnote there for you. So maybe you're changing it for other reasons, so you're trying to figure out a way to make it better. And that's the goal of all of our products, right? We want to make things better for ourselves, for our customers, for our clients, for our prospects. So um, you take that lime out of your product lineup and replace it with something you think is better. Some folks are going to go, well, wait a minute, I liked the lime. I know, I know I'm repeating myself a little bit here, but I'm trying to drive this point home. And you say, okay, that's fine. Please try the green apple. I think it will work for you. And they're going to, some of them are going to shake their head and say, no, it's not. Please bring back the lime. And what do you do? You bring out the line, but you still keep the green apple. And that way you've brought in a whole host of folks. And then you could also do, and it, uh, you know, you, you'll get the, the free press out of bringing in the green apple and get rid of the line. You'll get the free press to bring the line back. And then you'll get the free press of, look, we've made green apple and lime work together in whatever version of your break of your product is. All right. I think I have beat that one to death by now. All right, on our next episode, uh, we're going to be talking about the Dan Kennedy method.
to earning $1,000 per email. So be sure to go on down there, hit that subscribe button. And as long as you're down, down there hitting that subscribe button, if you haven't already, drop us a five-star rating. Leave us some kind words in the reviews. Ask a question. I read every single one of those reviews and questions that get posed in there. I make sure that I can answer them in future episodes. And the other thing is, going down there and dropping in those subscribed ratings and reviews are your way as the podcast listener of telling those podcast platforms out there that you're getting value from this show or whatever other shows you're listening to. And what they do to the podcast as a result is they give them a little lift up in the rankings so they can reach more driven entrepreneurs just like you. So please take a moment, show the love and help spread the word. All right, you get out there, you run your race, you get your results and then come back and let me hear about them. I'm serious, no joke. Tracy at darkhorseschooling.com. Tell me the tip or idea you came away with from any of the episodes how you put it into action in any of your businesses and what results you garnered. Who knows? Probably even bring you on the show and let you share your superpower with my audience. Until next time, think successfully and take action. Thank you for listening to the Dark Horse Entrepreneur Podcast. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out at www.darkhorseschooling.com. All right. My name is Tracy Brinkman.